It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by Ray White, the largest real estate and property group in Australasia. And welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Podcast. Well, we all know that an investment property is great to have in our portfolio. And once you get one and gear it successfully, the chances are that you might even buy another one. These, of course, are valuable assets that you can acquire over a period of time or a shorter period of time. It really depends on your ability to buy them. And just as important as buying these investment properties, so too is having a company to manage and to look after your investment. What are some of the traps to look out for? Well, we have got Lauren Robinson from Rental Results. Welcome to the Real Estate Podcast, Lauren. Thanks very much, Craig. Thanks for having me today. Nice to have you on the show. Brand new year, 2022. Did you put your feet up and relax a little bit because we all needed it? Yes, we certainly did. No, it's, been a, it's been a great start to the year so far, so it's exciting to be back. I guess it's a bit of a busy time, is it, this time for somebody in your game? Definitely. So yeah, January, February is our peak rental period and it always has been in the 20 years that I've been doing this. That's always been the busiest time of year. So yeah, we always gear up for that. And when somebody buys a property investment, I think that there is a real apprehensiveness tinged with being a little bit nervous when it comes to finding that property manager because I think it can turn to custard pretty quickly if you get it wrong. So there should be a process of quantifying a property manager. And I guess how you can do that is quantify with some questions and what we should be asking a property manager. So if we're a landlord, what do you think are some of these questions that we should be putting to a property manager before appointing them? I mean, that's the thing. I I think everyone knows, especially if you're an investor and you've had a bad experience before, that a good property manager can make or break that investment. Often when as a a property manager, one of the first questions we get asked by investors is, what are the fees? And I think that often comes back to the fact that the owners think that's a question that they should be asking and perhaps that's how they should differentiate different property management companies. But really, there's so much more that goes into that decision than purely fees. And I think we all know the difference between, you know, 1% difference is such a minor factor when it comes to choosing who's going to be managing that investment for the long term. So some of the questions that I'd be asking is about the officer's systems and processes. So it's really important to make sure that a great property manager has technology and a lot of support around them to be able to offer that high level of service. So, and also what sort of guarantees does that agency offer? So one of the reasons that we see often see owners changing agents is because of poor communication or the fact that their property manager is not responsive or getting back to them. And I think that's a, that's a really a pain point for a lot of landlords, but also having market knowledge. So a property manager who not only knows the market, but understands the demographic of tenant that's likely to rent that property understanding what the tenants are actually looking for in that investment and then ways to increase that rental return because it's not just about finding a tenant at the beginning that's going to look after the property. It's how are they actually going to be able to increase that rental return and manage that investment for the long term to get the most out of that that rental property. 
Yeah, so you raise a really good point about offices and systems because there are programs, aren't there, that people can use, property managers can use. And the whole system, when you are a property manager, does come down to really good programs and the way that you do your time management. And that's a really interesting question to sort of drill down on, I think, and and just get some more information on. A hundred percent. I think, you know, as a, as a property manager, I've worked in a couple of, I've worked in large organizations and obviously had my business now for over seven years. And I think it really comes back to not only choosing a property manager who is passionate about property management and has that market knowledge, but also has that support and backup within the office of processes and systems to be able to deliver a high level of service. So as an investor, you want to see transparency around what is happening with your investment property. We've now got a lot of programs that are able to deliver that transparency to an investor. So that can be around programs such as Property Me, which is a software, a trust accounting software, which allows you to basically see everything pertaining to your investment. And I think really as an investor, you want that transparency. You don't want things hidden from you and also making sure that your property is advertised properly when you're looking for tenants. And you mentioned poor communication. Isn't it interesting that people that are in the game of property management, you would think that they know how to communicate, but it's right across the board. This whole communication doesn't matter what line of industry. There are some company performers that just really lack the communication. And I I wonder how some of these companies get engaged. I suspect that it is with first-time property investors and maybe they're just not asking the right questions and maybe there's a little bit of the charm factor that's coming in, but over and above that, the real communication may be lacking. Oh, definitely. And I think as a, you know, if you are a first-time investor, you may think that all property managers offer the same level of service and perhaps you may also think that, um, you know, maybe it's it's you'll just go with the agency who sold the property to you, whether and and it might be that just the easiest option as opposed to really interviewing and doing your research. But I think often a investor will meet a business development manager as opposed to you know the actual property manager. I guess their job is to sell the business and the property management services as opposed to the person who's actually going to be or having the relationship with both yourself and the tenant. So having good communication as a property manager is imperative to the success of the investment because they're going to be communicating both with yourself as well as the tenants, negotiating and really managing that investment to make sure it performs. So I think when it comes to communication, you really need to be getting regular updates on your property and also understand where rental payments are up to, maintenance issues, you know, right through to any changes that are happening in the legislation. And I think it's really important as an investor to set the expectations from the beginning of what you expect and how frequent you want the communication because every investor is different in how often they want to hear from their property manager or what they feel is important. I mean, I know we've got clients who are developers who want us to just manage the properties as if they're out, as if it's our own because they trust us to do so. Whereas other investors, you know, they might have one property and they may want to be a bit more involved. So they might want to come along to the routine inspections or know about any issues that might arise. And that's, you know, completely normal for a lot of investors to know about each issue that might pop up at a property. 
You know, you mentioned at the top that you've been really busy and it was good to have the break over Christmas, New Year, and we're heading into the crazy season for you for January, February. What do you think is going to happen over the next 12 months? Because <laughs> the way it's going, you know, it's going to be another busy year for you. Oh, it's been amazing. I mean, I think what we've seen at the end of 2021 was that uh, we've seen a lot of transitions or people moving, relocating from interstate to Queensland. Obviously, the, the sales market's quite strong, but as is the rental market. So we've seen significant increases. Finally, the unit market, that oversupply is now flattening out and we're now starting to see increases when it comes to townhouses and apartments um, so it's been a really it's been a great market and things are actually starting to pick up which is really good to see I feel that that will continue um, over the next few years and obviously with the Olympics coming to Queensland too so granted it's still quite far away but we've got a lot of infrastructure and exciting things happening in Queensland which is just going to continue to make the market you know continue to be strong. Lauren, you have got a very busy 12 months ahead of you. Thank you so much for explaining a little bit of exactly where people should be looking and paying a little bit more attention to with a property manager. And uh, no doubt we will talk again on the Real Estate Podcast. Excellent. Thanks very much, Craig. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast.